0: What up, Ring Crew Army, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and on this episode, we are going to go over the whole entire match card for New Japan Pro Wrestling, Resurgence. And if you guys are new to listening to the square circle podcast, I welcome you guys here on the square circle podcast. I go over shows such as all elite wrestling, new Japan pro wrestling, impact wrestling, and once in a former lifetime, WWE, because I am an ex WWE employee. So I thank you for listening to the podcast episodes, whether this is your first time or you've been with me for 122 episodes. That is right. I do not count how many episodes I do for the Square Circle Podcast because I just record, speak my mind on various topics in professional wrestling, and also give examples on how to improve the product all around and including character work, promo work, match setup, psychology, in-ring, out-of-the-ring storytelling. So I just go with the flow. But 122 episodes is something to brag about. And proves that I love what I do. So let's jump right into New Japan Pro Wrestling Resurgence. August 14th, 2021 at the LA Coliseum is going to be historic. New Japan Pro Wrestling returns to American soil on that date, which is this weekend. If you guys want to watch it, you guys can definitely watch the English commentary over at Fight TV. Make sure to purchase the pay-per-view for everyone that has a subscription over at njpwworld.com. You can watch it there too. However, it will strictly be Japanese commentary. The match card is definitely a strong contender for pay-per-view of the year and definitely match of the year. Our first match that we need to talk about is definitely going to be the opener of New Japan Resurgence. It's going to have Alex Coughlin taking on Carl Fredericks. This is a Alex Coughlin challenge match series for the past couple of months over on New Japan Strong. Alex Coughlin has created this challenge to prove to himself and also to the rest of the wrestling world why he is one of the best wrestlers there is. So he battled wrestlers such as Josh Alexander, who holds the Division championship over at Impact Wrestling. And he also defeated PJ Black as well. So obviously Alex is looking for a next challenger and Carl Frederick stepped up. Both guys are definitely no slouch as wrestlers. They put on amazing matches on New Japan Strong and their forte is mainly technical wrestling. And that's what I love about professional wrestling. I'm more on the technical side than I am on the high flying side. Do not pass this match up, especially since it's probably going to be the opening of New Japan Resurgence. As for who might win, most likely Alex Coughlin might get a one-up over Carl Fredericks, so I'm going with Alex. The next match on New Japan Resurgence is a trios match. We have on one side Fred Rosser teaming up with Rocky Romero and Wheeler Yuta, and on the other side we have TJP teaming up with Clark Connors and Renderita. This is going to be one hell of a match. It's going to be explosive with technical wrestling and a lot of strong style that you saw when Shinsuke Nakamura was with New Japan Pro Wrestling before he decided to go over to WWE. Fred Rosser is a former WWE wrestler known as Darren Young, and he's making a name for himself over in New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is amazing. He had an amazing no DQ match with Bullet Club's own Young Gun Hikaleo, which you guys should definitely check that out if you have a subscription to newjapanworld.com. Wheeler Yuta is on a rise, a quick rise. You guys saw him recently on AEW Dark and AEW Dynamite teaming up with best friends. And he's also making a name for himself on the indie circuit going an hour long, getting slammed on thumbtacks, And just being an all round great wrestler, WWE did pass up on a gem like Wheeler Yuta. And he's only 24. The sky's the limit for him. And then we have the OG Rocky Romero traveling on the indies, traveling all around the world, made a name for himself, a ring of honor, and created Rapungi 3K, Show and Yell of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And he has been doing a wonderful job ever since being a part of the New Japan family. So his veteran experience will help his team maybe get to victory. Oh, and a side note, Rocky Romero does not like Jay White. On the other side, we have TJP, Clark Connors, and Ren Narita. Ren Narita is definitely one of my favorite young lions in New Japan Strong. He is going to be an absolute gem once he graduates and goes on his own excursion. He has all the tools, and he's definitely a force to be reckoned with. Saw him on AEW alongside Nagata. And then we also have Clark Connors, who's a really good technical wrestler, And he has really good matches on New Japan Strong. And TJP has been all over the world, been all over the indies, even wrestled in WWE for a little bit before probably finding Impact Wrestling and New Japan Strong, his home. And his expertise and veteran-like skills can definitely help and teach Clark Connors and Rennerita a couple of things too in this match. So that's the breakdown on all these guys' careers and what they bring to this match. So do not sleep on this match. As for me, for the prediction, it's definitely going to have to go towards Rocky Romero, Fred Rosser, Rocky Romero, and Wheeler Yuta. I'm also going to say that all of these guys are going to make their moves count. There's not going to be that much of a big rest time when these guys get into the square circle. It's going to be amazing and wonderful. Our next match for New Japan Resurgence is a five on five match. So basically team versus team. We have on one side, Lilo Rush, Brody Kane, Chris Dickinson, Fred Ye, Yuya Yamura, who is now on excursion because he just graduated the Young Lion program, which I'm very happy that he graduated and he's on his excursion. I just wasn't thinking he was going to be at resurgence. Was thinking he was probably going to be granted to go over to the UK and have some matches. However, his stablemate... Suji, who also graduated as a Young Lion, is over in the UK and taking some Rev Pro bookings, which is pretty cool. They both get to be on excursion. I would have really loved to see Suji in Resurgence having a singles match. I would have loved that, but things just work out differently. And the team that they're going to be facing against is Tom Lawler, J.R. Kratos, Jarrell Nelson. Royce Isaacs and Danny Limelight Danny Limelight is the recurring name in every single wrestling promotion there is he's on New Japan Strong he was on MLW he was on AEW Dark and AEW Dynamite and then the Indies and then everywhere else you want to hear his name This is a top contender match with household names and Yuya is definitely going to be solidified as a household name after this match going against these top guys. Brody King has an amazing strength and presence about him when he's on New Japan Strong. So does Chris Dickinson. He had an amazing match with Renarita and I really enjoy that. Fred Ye is also really good in the ring. And not to bring anybody hopes down, but I am not a Leo Rush fan. just saying I'm just not a fan. Tom Lawler has been very great as well in his matches. j r. Kratos is definitely one to look out for, and him against Brody Kane will definitely make everybody impress with their work ethic. Royce Isaacs is a very good wrestler as well, and Joelle Nelson has definitely been putting in the work on New Japan Strong and anywhere else that he goes. So this match is definitely going to be explosive, hard-hitting, and a lot of power moves. Yuya is the only different factor in this match because he just came off of graduation, and he's definitely going to bring that never-say-die and hard-hitting... Attitude that Yuya always displayed on the New Japan tours, it really looked like Yuya was getting frustrated of being in the same position that he was when he was a young lion during those tours, and now he gets to unleash everything that he was taught and make it his own and I'm really pulling for the team of Leo Rush, Brody Kane, Chris Dickinson, Freddie A, and Yuya to pick up the victory in this five-on-five team match. And that's only because I wish and I hope that Yuya gets the victory in this match to jumpstart his excursion. Our next match for New Japan Resurgence is a special singles match. I was never expecting that I would ever see a graphic of Ishii taking on Moose, New Japan Pro Wrestling taking on an Impact Wrestling superstar. And this was a very interesting matchup to look at, and I am excited for it. There's no build to it. There's nothing to it. I just know that Ishii is one hell of a wrestler. Ishii is that stone pit bull as they build him as, and he definitely has a hard head. He definitely can go in the ring, and he's a special athlete. Moose has been really great on Impact Wrestling. He has definitely evolved over the years, and he's definitely a top contender and someone that could definitely take on Ishii and Ishii's style. The interesting thing about this is that Moose has said that they meet again and it won't be like the last meeting that they had. Apparently, they met back in 2016 when Moose was young over in Ring of Honor. So this means that back in 2016, when they had the partnership with Ring of Honor, they met. I've never saw that first match. I'm going to have to try to find that match and watch it and then watch this one. But we are definitely going to be in for a treat between Ishii versus Moose. Now, pay attention when you watch this match because Ishii does amazing storytelling with just his eyes and his facial expression. His actions in the ring are going to tell a bigger part of the story. But if you really want to go down to the details pay attention to his face pay attention to his eyes this is how he communicates with wrestlers to get the most out of them whenever he's in the ring whenever he's doing in-ring storytelling ability he has been doing this since the beginning of his career and he has only improved so much with it and this is why I'm a fan Of Ishii because his storytelling is top-notch. He does not need the microphone to tell people what he's going to do in the next 30 minutes. He does not need the microphone to tell people his plan of attack. It's all through his eyes. It's all through his facial expression. It's all through his movements. So we're going to get a special treat in this match. It's definitely a special singles match. So do not sleep on this. Do not pass this one by. As for who's going to win, unfortunately, I'm going to have to go with Ishii because Ishii has become my favorite over the past couple of months of watching him work, especially when he's working with Jay White. That was an amazing feud from start to finish. So my guy Ishii is going to pick up the win over Moose. Up next on New Japan Resurgence, it is a special tag team match. Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows have recently returned to new Japan strong. They are also the impact world tag team champions and both of them have won the tag team turbulence that new Japan strong was putting on over the past couple of weeks. And it looks like John Moxley has challenged them to a tag team match at resurgence with a partner of his choosing. Now, That could be anybody in the world of professional wrestling. But I have two people in mind. Hear me out. The first partner could be Sammy Callahan from Impact Wrestling. Because they were once a tag team in the indies. And then also Sammy Callahan also was in New Japan Pro Wrestling for a short time. So that could be a possibility. Possibility number two could be Eddie Kingston, his best friend. Imagine if AEW's own Eddie Kingston... Joins John Moxley in this tag team match at New Japan Pro Wrestling Resurgence. Whichever partner John Moxley decides to get, the internet would definitely break. John Moxley is always looking to settle scores, especially with the elite. Over the months, John Moxley has been on the front lines and fighting against the elite, which makes up Carl Anderson, Doc Gallows, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Don Callis, Brandon Cutler as well. So John Moxley wants a fight. He's going to get a fight. He's going to give us a fight as for who he picks. I do not know. I gave my two predictions and as who's going to win this match on August 14th at New Japan Resurgence, I'm going to leave it up in the air. I'm not going to give you a prediction because because I'm not a fan of the Good Brothers and I'm not really a fan of John Moxley. Hear me out. I've said it before on this podcast that when it comes to John Moxley, he is a hit or miss for me, depending on what he does. I do respect the fact that he is a pro wrestler. I do respect the fact that he's been in this business and paid his dues. That's not the issue. The issue is, depending on the situation that he is in, it is a hit or a miss for me. When it comes to the Good Brothers... I don't understand the hype and the appeal of the Good Brothers. Sure, they're great at what they do, and they were great in New Japan Pro Wrestling, but I just sometimes cannot get behind them to cheer them or to boo them. I just see that they're there. And speaking of AEW Dynamite, they recently defended their Impact World Tag Team Championships on AEW Dynamite while Scott DeMore was on commentary, and they defended it against Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. I took to Twitter, you guys should be following me at Maria underscore shadows, and posted up that their in-ring psychology is off. I don't know what it was. That match was totally off. Usually there's an in-ring psychology that I could understand and break it down, but I couldn't do that last night on AEW Dynamite between the Good Brothers taking on the Dark Order. And I was also saying that I can tell you why the Gorillas of Destiny are one of the best tag teams in professional wrestling, but I cannot tell you why the good brothers are good in professional wrestling, which is kind of weird. Anyway, we get to see a special tag team match at new Japan resurgence. I do not have a prediction on who's going to win. I am just going to watch the match for what it is. And I will definitely give you my review and analysis after the whole entire show. Now we come to my favorite First, double main event of New Japan Pro Wrestling presents Resurgence. This was the first match to ever get announced, and rightfully so. I honestly think that this match should close out Resurgence, but, you know, I'll take it as the first main event of the double main event. So it is going to be David Finley taking on Jay White for that Never Openweight Championship title. These two guys are amazing in the ring. They have amazing chemistry. And that is why their feud has been going on for so long. Currently, their record is 13 and two. David Philly managed to get the upset victory over Jay White during the New Japan Cup back in March. And so that's how we got 13 and two rather than 14 and two. At that time, I do have to agree with David Finley, which I read his interview. You guys could go read it on NJPW1972.com. And he said that Jay White was overconfident. And yeah, as much as I love Jay White, the overconfidence definitely got to me too. And I thought it was going to be a clean sweep. But this match for Resurgence is for the Never Openweight Championship title. So things are going to be different. There's a lot more at stake here. I am definitely pulling for Switchblade Jay White to retain the Never Openweight Championship title. And there's nothing against David Finley. It's just that Jay White hasn't really made the division in his own image as he said he would. And there's a lot more opponents he wants to face. Like right after he beats David Finley, he's obviously going to maybe have Rocky Romero challenge him or even Taguchi. To Taguchi to was first in line before David Finley actually accepted the challenge. So, you know, there's a lot of factors thrown in there. This match is definitely going to be match of the year contender. And these guys are definitely going to be breakout stars of the year. I'm just throwing out names out there, but I do know that it will get a match of the year from me because both of these guys are amazing storytellers. Both of these guys are amazing with their chemistry and there's only a handful of wrestlers that could get me this excited and giddy to talk about their match and to break it down. If you guys do not know, I did a character spotlight on Switchblade Jay White that goes from his Young Lion days all the way to how he became King Switch and the psychology behind Switchblade itself. So if you guys want to check that out, it's in the backlogs of the Square Circle podcast. It'll be amazing if you guys check that out and let me know your thoughts. So like I said, this match is going to be amazing. Do not skip this match. And of course, Switchblade Jay White is going to retain his Never Openweight Championship title against David Finley. Our main event for New Japan Pro Wrestling Resurgence is Had a smile on my face. I would never think this would ever happen. And I would never think I would see the ace, Hiroshi Tanahashi, on my TV screen during AEW Dynamite to give his announcement that he's coming after the newly crowned IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion Lance Archer. I immediately marked out for this I would never think that Tanahashi will come over to stateside again ever since his excursion with TNA back in the day in 2008. So it's a very good, warm welcoming to have Tanahashi here in the states and going against Lance Archer In that video on AW Dynamite, Tanahashi did say that the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship is one championship title that he has never held. He has never won. So maybe this could be Tanahashi's time. Maybe he might dethrone Lance Archer and bring home the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship title or... Lance Archer does the unthinkable and retains against a veteran like Tanahashi, retains the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship title and defend it everywhere that he goes and is allowed to really make that championship something. So on AW Dynamite, Lance Archer took on John Moxley in a Texas death match. And this was like a rematch from last year's match over in new Japan pro wrestling. Lance Archer came out on top. He came out victorious. Then Lance Archer defended the IWGP United States heavyweight championship title next week against Bullet Club's own Hikaleo, which was an amazing debut for Hikaleo and an amazing match nonetheless between Lance Archer and Hikaleo. Unfortunately, Hikaleo did not manage to get the IWGP title to bring it home to Bullet Club. I would have loved that, but what I loved more was having Hikaleo on national television for people to see what kind of monster he is. And it's only just the beginning for young Hikaleo. Lance Archer retains the title. We get that amazing video package of Tanahashi challenging Lance Archer, and this is where we're at now. Back in 2019 in the G1, that is the last time that these guys faced off. It is a 60-minute time limit for that belt, and is going to close out New Japan Resurgence August 14th at the LA Coliseum. This is definitely going to be an elite level match all puns intended and I am excited to see what's going to happen during the match. Lance Archer is definitely a wrestler not to be messed with when he says everybody dies everybody dies. He has a hard hitting style and he could definitely go with the best of them. Hiroshi Tanahashi is the ace Of New Japan Pro Wrestling He is their John Cena and their Hulk Hogan In a way And Tanahashi has definitely been proven To carry the company on his shoulders When needed He had an amazing fantastic match Against Shingo Takagi The IWGP World Heavyweight Champion During Tokyo Dome At Wrestle Grand Slam They put on an amazing match from start to finish And it was beautiful I reviewed it as well So if you want to go listen to that and the backlog just go ahead but Tanahashi here definitely needs a win and it will be amazing to see the belt change hands Tanahashi to stay within the states a little bit longer if he becomes champion he doesn't have to be champion for that long he could definitely lose it back to Archer Archer is now the official two-time IWGP United States heavyweight champion So imagine if Tanahashi takes it, Tanahashi becomes the first time Lance Archer takes it back. He'll be the groundbreaking three-time IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion. As far as who I'm pulling for, I would love to see Tanahashi take the belt, but I just don't see that happening. I'm going to have to go with Lance Archer retaining the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. This is definitely a different style of booking for New Japan Pro Wrestling and is going to be an amazing pay-per-view from start to finish. So far, New Japan Pro Wrestling has not been a letdown. I guarantee you guys will have fun watching Resurgence. And also, if you want to take it a step further, get that njpwworld.com subscription so you can watch every single other storyline unfold, especially what's happening over in Japan In addition to Stateside, New Japan Pro Wrestling is one of the best pro wrestling companies in the world. They give it their all. You can understand their fighting spirit. And I break it down like no other wrestling podcaster out there. I love what I do. I love talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I love talking about the wrestlers that put their bodies on the line for our entertainment. And I hope that you enjoyed this preview and is as hyped as I am for New Japan Resurgence. Live English commentary for New Japan Resurgence will be on Fight TV. The pay-per-view is only $20. It's not that bad, and it's not that complicated to get it. If you want the Japanese, obviously, you need a subscription to NJPW World. So it's up to you. It's your choice. But the world is going to talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling regardless. And I'm going to be there to definitely give you my analysis, my breakdown and my review of Resurgence on August 14th at the L.A. Coliseum. I won't be there live. I'm going to have to watch it via pay-per-view by supporting one of the best companies in the world. So that's what's going to happen. If you guys enjoyed this review, make sure to follow me over at Twitter at Marie underscore shadows to know all updates for when I come out with new episodes. I have a Patreon now that follows my wrestling journey on the indies. You guys can go over to patreon.com forward slash Marie shadows, where you can watch free matches, watch my vlog and see me talk to wrestlers and be kind of goofy about it. And just an all-around experience. I'm there creating wrestling memories. And you guys could be along for the ride. I could definitely ask these wrestlers your questions too. So it could be interactive. And then if you also want to take it a step further, the overall umbrella that helps me do everything is ravagelands.com. There's a lot more content on there, including my wrestling articles, wrestling scripts, video games, all that good stuff. I love doing entertainment. I love what I do. And your support means everything. So again, thank you for listening to the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and I'll see you guys on the next one.